The Rick Jensen Show on AM 1150 and 1017FM WDEL. The Ashit office, unclaimed property, brings in over $500 million a year to the state of Delaware. And it's it's not just, you know, granddaddy left 25 bucks in a bank account 80 years ago. You found it, you claim it, and you get it. No, 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 no. We're talking about accounts and other financial instruments, usually intangible, might be some stock values. It might be uh, unclaimed gift cards. It was a huge, uh, huge uh, uh, lawsuit here in the state of Delaware. And it's being held at corporations, financial institutions, uh, courts, life insurance, things like that. They've gone dormant for a number of uh, of years, usually. And so then the state says, we're going to take this money. Often there are corporations saying, wait a second, um, that's going to cost us $50 million or $10 million. We, we don't, no, 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 we're going we're gonna to counter that and we're going to hire lawyers to counter that. Brenda Mayrack is the director of this unclaimed property, a sheet office. Michael Houghton is actually on the DFAC board, uh, the Delaware Economic uh, Finance Advisory Commission, and they're the ones who give forecasts as to how much money they think is going to come in and expenses and things like that. It's a very important organization for the state of Delaware. On the phone is former state Senator Greg Lavelle, and Greg, along with others, is is letting you know that there seems to be real conflict of interest, impropriety, as a matter of fact, uh, a relationship going on with, with political fundraising and PACs that uh, does indeed do something that people are worried about in government, and it constitutes conduct that would cause public suspicion as to the integrity and independence of Mayrak's decision-making when Michael Houghton also has cases before Mayrak's uh, office. And, uh, Greg, why don't you spell this out a little more clearly for us, what you guys are, are finding out here about this. Sure, Rick. Uh, happy to be on. Glad to have you back on the air. Thank you. So now, let we'll me go, ask you. We'll go, was, go back we'll, two years to come to the present day. So a couple of years ago, I, one of my bizarre hobbies is looking at campaign finance reports in Delaware, and particularly PACs. PACs have strange names and moving money around between PACs uh, in an effort to sort of whitewash and, and hide contributions or delay, probably more appropriately, delay the, uh, un, the ability to uncover contributors and things like that. And so what I found... In 2018, there was these PACs, one's called Lincoln's PAC, one's called Busy People for whatever. And uh, and Brenda Mayrack was the contact person on those PACs for the Department of Election Purposes. You file a PAC, you have a committee purpose, and you have a treasurer and a contact person. They can be the same or they can be different. In the case of those two PACs, Brenda Mayrack was the contact person and still is two years later the contact person. Mike Houghton, who you talked about as a lawyer in town, uh, does cheap work, and he serves as the chair of DFAC, uh, which you referenced there a little bit. And and Mr. Houghton was contributing to these PACs that Brenda Mayrack was involved with and moving money around and doing – I'm not suggesting that any of it was illegal, uh, but it, it certainly causes 
to my opinion, an appearance of a conflict of interest, if not an actual conflict of interest. And let me tell you, this is cheat office. That is a cabinet level sort of position in the state of Delaware. It is serious stuff. Brings in $500 million a year to the Delaware General Fund. Uh, they can stri- strike fear into the hearts of corporations by saying, yeah, and, and it's not the company's money, to be clear, right? But say, go back 25 years and prove to me that, you know, the money got where it was supposed to go. It's very difficult to do. Ne- easier now, but, you know, 25 years ago, the record-keeping and computers weren't quite the same. And so then lawyers are hired, and they dance back and forth. Sometimes they go to court, like you said. Sometimes they sort of meet in the middle or get in the program to start uh, putting money forward again in the future. And I believe it is a explicit conflict of interest, uh, or at a minimum, the appearance of a conflict of interest for Ms. Mayrack and Ms. Houghton to be doing this. Brenda Mayrack wants to be chair, head of DFA, head of the seat office. Good for her. She should put all that stuff aside. Jennifer Cohen shouldn't be running PACs. Cabinet secretaries shouldn't be running PACs. They should be doing the people's business. And if Mike Houghton wants to be chair of defect to come forward now two years, uh, which is again is a very important job. It sways the estimate of revenue for D, for for a street that's coming into the state. Then he should do that. And what's been uncovered recently, Rick, is that Mr. Halton is now contributing to PACs ten thousand dollars to a PAC called Facts Matter PAC, which is putting out aggressive, misleading, if you want very sharp political mail. You can debate all day whether it's misleading and all that, but it's a sharp-elbowed political mail trying to take out a sitting state senator. And if Mike Alton wants to do that, that's great. I have no problem with that. It's a First Amendment right. But he should not be chairing DFAC because now DFAC, which is supposed to be bipartisan, isn't going to be. And it's one thing if Mike wants to give money to this candidate, that candidate, the other candidate. You know, that's, I guess that's okay uh, from, from that appearance of conflict. But when he's funding $10,000 contributions, $3,500 contributions to another PAC, $3,500 contributions to the PACs I mentioned in the, before, starting these PACs, working these PACs, then he needs to step down from the chair of the Delaware Economic Forecasting Advisory Council because it is that important, particularly with strained financials as we go into the next year. And and this kind of thing has gone on before. As a matter of fact, I think there was a time when, uh, was it the executive director of the Democratic Party actually accused you of some sort of improper um, use of PACs and, and such like that? Well, yeah, so what they did a couple of years ago, again, that's that's drama under the bridge. I would, I'd like to focus on what's happening now, but happy to touch on it. And this this actually gets to the point of, okay, so good for you, Lavelle, so what? Who's going to investigate it? Where do you go with it next kind of question, right? Uh-huh. Is it illegal? We have opinions about that, but we have an attorney general's office and Department of Elections. So the department, so to counter what I had done a couple of years ago, Jesse chattered in, in the you know the Democrat Party. I have a PAC. My name's on the PAC. I am the treasurer of the PAC. I am hiding nothing. Said that I was using the PAC illegally. This, that, and the other thing. So they called for an investigation of the Department of Elections. Uh, and at the time, I hope our new elections commissioner is, is uh, more even-handed. But the previous one was a, a partisan uh, fighter, uh, came back, cleared me, and, and on a similar thing, Ken Simple, of doing anything wrong, but then suggested for the media that I almost broke the law. Yeah, and the but you didn't. the of course, was yeah. happy to take that comment where I almost <laughs> yeah. broke the law, put yeah. it into the newspaper. How do you almost break the law? 
either break I, no, or No, I understand. I, I know. It was that, that's absurd. And, and this here, I mean, yes, uh, you have politicians. They have PACs. There's nothing wrong with that. And if it comes down to Brenda Mayrack and Michael Houghton, they want to uh, uh, start a PAC and give money and, and help Democratic Party candidates, that's fine. The problem here, as you're laying out, is that Brenda Mayrack is the director of uh, this sheet office, the property, the unclaimed property, state sheet office in the State Department of Finance. And Michael Houghton argues cases before in front of her office like that. And now they are teamed up, as you are reporting here, on a couple of these packs, which, like you said, move money around. And there is this um, this impression of, of impropriety. And it, you know, I don't want to use the word, you know, scheming, but it's like I have plans, you have schemes, I have friends, you have cronies, you know, the, the way we frame things. But I, I have to agree that on the surface, this does look like, well, we're playing politics inside some very, very important uh, to Delaware agencies, or at least, at least one agency, with people who are supposed to be, I think, antagonistic. I mean, when it comes to law in the court, as I understand, not being a lawyer, but uh, there is a level of antagonism. It's one versus the other one. And yet, if they're both working on the same kind of political pack, giving money, being a treasurer, being a contact person, uh, things like that, then it, it, it seems like, well, they're kind of teaming up here. And it makes someone like myself, who's on the outside, wonder, well, how much are they teaming up here? And would that really be appropriate for these folks in these offices, especially if he's with one of the most important agencies? They're both with very important agencies uh, here in the state of Delaware. Well, yeah, D- I mean, it's D-fact. a little in the weeds, but let me tell your listeners that yeah. the, 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 the unclaimed property is huge. I mean, it strikes fear into the hearts of, of U.S. corporations and Delaware corporations when to have the estate company knock on your door and say, we want to look at your records from 20 or 25 years ago. And they go, well, what, are you kidding me? Now, again, it's not their money. They agree with that. Yeah. Uh, there's no question about that. But, but it's a very aggressive, very combative uh, relationship, if you want to even use that word, when you come in to do that. So if you can hire the right lawyer to defend you, to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I can get in that door, right? What's the big deal? Uh, it's got to help, and I, and I think it's inappropriate. And the solution is simple. She should not be on those packs. She has to again. It would be like Jennifer Cohen. I hate to pick on her. Well, no, because uh, people who don't know Jennifer and Cohen getting contributions from road builders for Christ's sake. Sorry. Let, let, let me let me lay this out for you here because there might be people listening who have no idea who you're talking about. Um, of course, she has announced her retirement. By the way, yeah. But Jennifer Cohen was the secretary of Del Dot. All right. And so you're saying that this kind of relationship between the office of a sheet and um, Michael Houghton at, at DFAC, who also argues before the office of a sheet, unclaimed properties, would be like Jennifer Cohen uh, being on a f- political pack and fundraising committee with, with who? With what? With, with high, the highway builders putting money into the pack. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, you know, it, it is not a misplaced analogy. That's how important that office is. And the, and the solution is simple. Like, and, you know, I made a public integrity commission complaint two years ago, to be clear, because mm-hmm. I'm sure they're running around. They're going to say this, no, hearing what we're talking about. Right. 
Uh, Mike Houghton's not that position is not covered by the Public Integrity Commission. So boom, he gets bumped out from that sort of formal thing. Can't even can't even address it because the position is not covered. Whether it should be or, or not is a different question. It's not. Uh, and Mayrak was clear they didn't address my concerns at all and the issues I raised, and they were very hostile towards me. That Public Integrity Commission executive director threatened me with imprisonment, took away my First Amendment rights, or tried to, uh, about uh, even raising this issue that I raised publicly. And then they were rebuked well after the election, of course. That's how these things always go, uh, by the Attorney General's office. Uh, but but be that as it may, it's today. We have this new PAC uh, that's just just been formed. Mr. Houghton gave him $10,000 on September 24th. Very aggressive political mail going against a sitting state senator. And if I'm a Republican legislator, why should I believe DFAC? Right? Because they are they are now political animals and have shown themselves to be that. By the yeah, way, I want to and, back and, and up here. And believe me, let me tell you what. I've been questioning DFAC for years. All nice yeah. people, but, I mean, cut me a break. And this just makes it that much more questionable and it gets more interesting if you have a minute i'm not sure how much time you want to give me i i do but i want to back up to this one thing yeah, in 2018 yeah. uh greg filed a uh he, he contacted the public integrity integrity commission uh with his ethics complaint against uh mayrak and uh the pic then threatened you for making this public is what it was you you actually were a proponent of transparency, and you went to make it public. And then that went to the state attorney general, not a Republican like you, and the uh, state attorney general came back and said the PIC was wrong and uh, you had done nothing wrong in that uh, in that regard. Is that accurate? Yeah, that is correct. Not only did the attorney general's office say that I did nothing wrong, they eviscerated the Public Integrity Commission with other case law across the country, saying and and what the public integrity once it gets into the public integrity commission you can't have people you know debating that suppose i get that this was putting it in right (laughs) this was putting it in and the ag's office came back and eviscerated them told that they were horribly wrong they were mistaken on the law first amendment breaches all sorts of different things like that and you know what reform has come out of that ag's letter no what nothing oh (laughs) i got a letter from the public integrity commission like two weeks after that and simply said, it was like Roseanne, Rosanna, Dan. It's like, oh, you know, never mind. Uh, good luck getting your reputation back. I was threatened with imprisonment by this bureaucrat, Rick. Now, whether or not it would happen is a different question, but I was threatened with imprisonment for exercising my First Amendment rights. And, 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 and Public Integrity Commission did nothing. They didn't put a bill in to clarify that people can raise these issues outside, uh, you know, ahead of their actual uh, things. And, and let's get to the Public Integrity Commission laws in general. I'm not talking about the commissioners. Delaware gets D's and F's on a regular basis on their public integrity laws. That is widely known, widely published, and those in power do nothing about it. And this speaks to that. And it gets better. How? How does it get better? Would you better? like to know how it gets better? I think I just asked. Yes. Yeah. We've got a good three minutes. Bring it. So, so real quickly, since we have three minutes. Um, so, so who investigates, right? I already talked about the Department of Elections. Uh, yeah. and, and they actually ultimately have to go to the, you know, they have deputy attorney generals who work for them and things like that. Um, so we could do that and whether or not that will be done. But this, uh, this facts matter pack, so you go look at the filings, the treasurer of the facts matter pack is a young gentleman named A.J. Dillion. 
hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He used to be a state, uh, a General Assembly legislative person, you know, worked for the General Assembly. Well, now he works for the Attorney General's office. Huh. He's oh. running a PAC that Mike Halt is putting 10000 bucks into that are running these things. His position with the AG's office is a legislative liaison to the General Assembly. So when I go to the AG's office to ask this guy for information, he's running PACs to beat me. Not me, but the royal me. Well, right? by Republicans, yes. So yeah, yeah. you're so, right. But the heck. And also, is, can you rely on the attorney general to investigate one of the people that works for her? I think I don't. I don't know. I think, I think she. You know. I'm, you know. We have to have a special counsel. But that's the level that has gotten into in Delaware, where this then this pack was just set up, Rick. This guy works for the AG's office. He's running packs with Mike Houghton that very that you know tens of thousands of dollars is coming into. And if I called for an investigation by the attorney general to, to look into this and, and some of the contributions they've made and perhaps money well, have you doing, have you done that? Have, have you? We, we, uh, it's a rhetorical. We, I may. I mean, I think you know, uh, I, I think Representative Hawker has, hasn't he? Well, Hawker didn't ask for an investigation. Hawker asked for Houghton to step down. Of to course, step Houghton down. Okay. No. So, so yeah. you know, and we've done some work since then, looking at the packs and looking at money's moving around. So, I don't know if it'll do. But it's a good question. The, the guy should not be running PACs. He works for the attorney general, for goodness sakes. You're right. It, it all, it, it does a all. works program. Let yeah. me tell you real quickly. This is like a public's work program for young people, young Democrats. They go down, they work in the hall, and then they, they leave the hall, and then they go work in state government, and they, they never leave the aggressive politics behind. If this kid, if this young, he's not a kid, he's 30-something years old, if this young man wants to go out and play politics and do all that, Good, go for it. I've done it for 25 years. But don't expect to have a state job, a state pension, state holidays, and all the other stuff. And he is not the only one doing this. But the fact that he works for the attorney general, you could have people wonder aloud if Kathy Jennings could do an investigation. So why should we ask? Because the answer is always going to be, well, they've done nothing wrong. Well, of course, the kid works for you. All right, I all just want, uh, want folks to know that I have said in change. I have sent an email out to Michael Houghton, uh, offering him equal time as well. And uh, Greg, I appreciate uh, the call. And this uh, this is just the beginning of uh, of people learning about this. You mentioned another pack, and in closing, I'm going to mention this one: the Busy Individuals Make Better Organizers pack. That spells bimbos. And uh, Mrs. You said that Ms. Mayrack is listed as a treasurer <laughs> for that pack. Is that right? Uh, All right. She is, and I never put that together. That's funny. Uh, so you have a real sense of humor. Sort of like Lincoln's pack, right? That's a Democrat-run pack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Greg Lavelle, good talking with you, and Thanks, I certainly Greg. hope to hear from uh, Michael Houghton. And I will also invite uh, Brenda Mayrak to have her say as well.